and I think he'll play that way in the Euros because it's his first time in a long time back in, in a big major tournament. The old enemy, Scotland, England. It'd be great to get out of the group. It would be great. <laughs> but the blood's always blue, eh? Yes, always. <laughs> Welcome, everybody. First edition of Euroscout. Leading from the front, as always, is Peter Levin, whose long and detailed and fantastic profile you can see on Football in the Trenches on this channel, if you'd like. Peter, unsurprisingly, is our Scotland expert. Himself came close to the Scotland national team, promising youth prospects. Going to give us our thoughts on the Scottish national team, which was one of the first teams to announce its roster uh, last night. So we're really excited. Good timing for us. And thanks for joining us, Peter. Thanks for being so brave and bold. No problem, Tony. Hi, Jesse. Yeah, good to see you again, Peter. Good to see you. So obviously with this profile, we're going to go through a few questions about the latest squad that was just announced. And yeah. we're going to start with, would you be able to describe Scotland's playing style and fixed players? How does that fit in with Scotland's historical approach to matches? I think Scotland are going through a transitional period. I think they're going through... Whereas you think of Scotland before, we're all guts and bravery and that warrior kind of type footballer. I think that they've got the players now to play proper football. Mm-hmm. If you look at the squad, they ain't the biggest squad. They're all technically good players. I think we've got, I've got about eight players in the English Premier League. Yeah. So they're all, they're all technically very good players. And I said they ain't the biggest. So I think that you'll, you'll see a different style of play from Scotland in this tournament. I hope so. I hope so. Yeah. And a little bit of a golden period as well for the first major tournament that Scotland's been involved in for, you know, 20, 20 odd years. Yeah, France 98. I think we spoke about it before and it was, I think it was Brazil, the first game. Yeah, that's right. Uh, I think all the players turned up in their kilts. You like that one, Tony? <laughs> yeah, I've got two. <laughs> so it's, it's been a long time. I, I just hope that people don't get carried away and thinking, oh, we need to do this to go and and express themselves. You know, there's no pressure on us. We've not been there in a long time. 23 year, which is for me is not good enough for a country. Yes, we're a small nation, but we're a football nation. We've got good facilities and and the academy setup's very good and we've got some very good players. And just I think we've been unlucky. Scottish fans are used to coming so so close. <laughs> yeah, the Tartan Army, this the a good, very good reputation all over the world and they travel all over. So it's good to see them getting a chance to go back to a big tournament. But especially as well with, obviously, the captain of the team, Robertson, being a Premier League and Champions League winner. McTominay, obviously, at Manchester United. You've got some players now in the in the biggest clubs in the world as well. So it's a little bit of a, maybe a generation of, you know, really talented Scotland players. I just think we're really unlucky. We've got the best two left-backs, Robertson <laughs> and Tierney. Arsenal, Liverpool. How unlucky is that? You look at Wales, the best players, Gareth Bale, number 10, Aaron Ramsey, forward-thinking players attacking, and we've got two left-backs who are, who are probably the best in the world. But as you say, McTominay, very good player, Manchester United. Where will he play? For Scotland, we've seen him playing in the back three. Obviously, he plays midfield for Man- Manchester United. A big plus for me is Adams coming in from Southampton, choosing Scotland. He can bring his Premier League experience into the national team, hopefully. But as, as I say, we've got some very good players. I just hope it gels together and we play the right system that lets them go and express themselves. Adams is still a grinder uh, from the traditional mould of Scottish players, the Paul Dickoff types. Yeah, he's, he's a workman-like. Yeah, he's, he's, I love that about him. He's not scared to put 
put himself about, but he can finish as well, Tony. And that's what I like yeah. about him. He's, yeah. he, he puts a shift in, but he's got that little bit of finesse when it comes to the goals. Who would you consider the absolute... Co- I think cog is a Scottish word even, isn't it? If you describe the cogs in the first 11, the players that, that are invariably important to the team? I think Marshall played David Marshall. David Marshall's been... I grew up playing against Marshall when he was at Celtic and I was at Rangers. Great professional, and you can rely on him. I think the three goalkeepers are fantastic to be fair. Like Craig Gordon and John McLaughlin. Robert, Robertson and Tierney... Yes, they've got to start, but I don't know where. That That is my, my biggest question. Do you play Tierney left of a free and Robertson is, is a wing-back? I, 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 don't think, I don't think that works. I don't. I think Andy Robertson's better coming from deeper as a natural left-back and he's got more space to come in. I think he struggles when he plays higher up. Yes, he obviously is better in Liverpool. He's got Manny and Firmino and Thiago and stuff to play there, but I just feel uh, Robertson's better attacking from a deeper situation. I don't think he's good at receiving the ball. Both of their clubs, both of their clubs struggled this season, which is interesting. Arsenal, and Liverpool. I mean, they, they both had some, they both had some shaky games this this club season. Yeah, I agree with that. But I I, I think Tierney uh, had a lot of views. A lot of people were saying he's the next Arsenal captain, the future captain at Arsenal. Tierney's more aggression and a leader, but Robertson's more attacking forward, crosses, assists, pops up their goal. But I just don't think. It fits Andy Robertson more than it fits Kim Tierney. Okay. In a 3-5-2. Also, neutral, I mean, you have three goalkeepers over 30. No young goalkeeper yeah. coming in. Yeah. What about what about the uh, what about the central midfielder pass, passing network? Who's would you identify McGinn as, as a key man there for the decision making of the squad? John McGinn, yes, very good player. I would play him more of attacking than a number six. I'd put him more of an eight going into a ten going forward. To play him beside them, oh, I don't know. There's a question. You McTominay, do you play McTominay in the midfield? Do you play McTominay at right of a three? I think you've got to play your best players in the best position. I think McTominay's got to play in midfield. And again, they've brought in the boy David Turnbull. I don't know if you've seen much of him. Plays with Celtic, yeah. signed him from Motherwell. Yeah. Very, very good player, talented. Very relaxed on the ball, can go both ways, can shoot, assist. Very good. And then obviously they've just added Billy Gilmore. Yeah. <laughs> Again, one cap players. It was nice. It was nice that they got both got called up. They can both bring a lot of uh, a lot of energy. I doubt they'll get starting time, but uh, yeah, I agree. I don't think they'll start. But again, two players that are not scared to take the ball in yeah. tight situations. They always want the ball. Every time I watch both of them express themselves, they never hide. And as as I say, the scorned. I just hope they play the way the players they have. You know, they've, they've got good players can play football. I hope we can play that way and express yeah. themselves. And I listened to an interview as well uh, yesterday when the coach selected the the squad for the Euros that he wanted to bring that youth into the squad to freshen it up, but through keeping that really core value of the really strong team. And you've seen that through the success they've had through the qualifiers and and all of that as well. I just I still don't think they're playing as good as they can do because we mm-hmm. see them playing for the club teams and they're all very good players. I just don't think they've brought it yet together. Yep. with the national team but hopefully when they get they go to their training camp and they've got that four or five weeks to gel and then they've all got a, a style of play because you know in international you only get a week with them yeah. you know and then they go back away so hopefully they can get that four or five weeks to bed in identify what, what way they're going to play and I hope to, to God that they play football because we've got the players to play football we've got some very good players from the from the macro perspective if you if you were give if you were scouting the how the attack functions Scotland has tried a lot of different formats to get 
to get the offense going. How, how would you, how, how do you think the best solution, you know, using, using players like Forrest coming back from injury, Christie, Dykes, Jay Adams, how would you line them up? I would go full three three. I think I would go Dykes through the middle and I'd go Adams just off him and I'd go Christie Forrest. Christy Maybe. Fisher. Or I would go Fraser, Ryan Fraser. Yeah. Oh, Pace, of course. you know. I just think it's a bit of balance. But then you go, you go the four three three. Do you play Robertson left back and do you play Tierney as a left centre back? I'm not sure. It's a big decision for the manager. But Ryan Fraser's I think... your next door, your next door neighbour there in Newcastle, right? Yeah, he's, he loves you. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I just I, th- I think the manager will go three five two because he wants to accommodate Robertson and Tierney. I have seen Tierney play right back before for Scotland. Yeah, again does a job, but it's not his ideal position. I do think you need to get two of them in, in, on the pitch, but I would I think I would put Tierney as a left centre back and Robertson as a left back. And then moving on from that as well, would you be able to? Profile the coach a little bit and also the the captain of the team. Obviously, Steve Clark is very experienced manager. What with Mourinho, did good in England. Obviously, came back up to Scotland, did great with Kilmarnock. Very, I wouldn't say he's an attacking coach. I would say he's disciplined and his team shape defensively. And I think he'll play that way in the Euros because this is my first time in a long time back in in a big major tournament. I don't think he will want to get back embarrassed. So I think he'll be very cautious. Uh, about being open but yeah he's uh, I spoke to a few players that know him players understand what he wants from him nothing nothing spectacular just they know their jobs in and out of possession and he'll be very cautious I think going into this tournament and I think uh, we've seen as well that he has brought you know a bit more organisation into the squad uh, in terms of positioning and and yeah the positioning and control of space between the players he has had a little bit of a well he has had an influence on the organisation of the team yeah, and he's obviously brought in John Carver and Stephen Reid's there as well. Again, experienced coaches. I, I don't think it makes it difficult for the players to understand what the, the kind of feedback I got with players at Kilmarnock. Everybody knows their jobs. He didn't ask them something they couldn't do. You know, mm-hmm. so it would be like, I need you to go and do 10 step overs. And, you know, it, it, it made it simple for the players to understand. Yeah. So I hope that the players buy into what he's trying to do. You don't want to see the players all you can see like he's, he's not happy with the manager's formation or whatever, you know what I mean? I hope they buy into what he's, he's trying to say because, as, as I said, it's our first tournament in 23 years. I just hope we, we do all right in this tournament. Fantastic. fantastic. And then the, the captain, Andy Robertson, as well. Fantastic profile from Andy Robertson. I mean, yeah. people forget he was looking on for jobs on Facebook. Queen's Park, yeah. Product of Celtic. Had a really up-and-down career, but he was linked to top clubs. Bids never came. And then he ends up at Liverpool and ends up being one of their best players in the championship drive. Just show his, his mental strength, you know, never to give up. There was a thing on, I think it was Twitter years ago, Andy Robertson. I think it was on £120 a week or something, I don't know, price yeah. at Queen's yeah. Park. And then eight years later, he's left in the Champions League. What a story. What a story. Never to give up, keep going. Yeah, he got his move to Dundee United, to Hull, then to Liverpool. But I always say to players, it's, it's when you get there, you need to keep working harder. You know, to keep that. He's, he's obviously got that in abundance to keep pushing himself. And I just hope I've, I've not seen his. Obviously, Liverpool is fantastic performance. I watched him last night again. He had a great assist mm. uh, pullback uh, for Firmino. I just he's not done it as much as he has in Scotland. Is that down to pressure on him as a young captain? I don't know. Is it because the players at Liverpool are much better? My personal opinion, I think he's as I said to you before at, at Liverpool. 
he attacks the full length of the pitch. At Scotland, he starts in a higher position. And I don't think he's he's good at he's back to play receiving the ball. Yeah. Or you know, I think he's better marauding forward with the full length of the pitch. Liverpool make a lot of space for him. And yeah. There's a yeah. lot of players that you have to track in Liverpool. Yeah. And then he has the whole flank open, delivers late balls, comes in for shots. Yeah. Um, comes in for second, third balls sometimes. I think uh, the 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 ebb and flow of Scotland is is is, is a little bit more compact and and and, and muted. Um, Less space. It's a different team as well, you know, because Liverpool will have 60, 65% possession of the ball. Mm. Scotland will be in the 40s. Yeah. So it's a completely different setup, but I just feel he's better coming from deeper than playing in, in the wing back row. And he's got those legs. He's an absolute train when he gets going. Oh, he's a machine, mate. Yeah. He's a machine. What are what are your teams what are your team's strengths uh, from a macro perspective? I mean, if, if you just if we zoom out from the players, what are where are Scotland's? You've mentioned them, but let's let's isolate them. And what recurring issues need, need to be fixed? I think defensively. I think we've we've got the we've got the players in, in certain areas. I just think we lack a little bit of central defense. I like the boy Jack Henry. I don't know if you know much about him. He's on loan at he's in Belgium. He's in Belgium, yeah. 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 Fantastic just, season. Yeah. Yeah, he just won the best defender of the league, I think. Uh, mm. He's on loan from Celtic. I really liked him when he was at Celtic and Dundee. Quick, strong, can play football. So, will he put him straight in? I don't know. I think he might go with his, his trusted players that he's had in the, in the qualifiers. But I really like Jack Henry. He's being linked to a number of Premier League teams already. Yeah, that's that's one that I would... Uh, that's one position I think that we struggle on. Right back, we've got the boy Stephen O'Donnell. Done okay, had him at Kamalak myself. Yeah. I think the boy Nathan Parsons, fantastic. Young player at Rangers. Played eight, nine games when James Tavernier was out uh, during the season there and he was fantastic. Even away to Braga and Slavia Prague. I saw Slavia Prague he played and he was fantastic. Just like Andy Robson, up and down, quality. Yeah. What is he, 18, 19? At that age, no fear. You know, you just go and play football. And I, I think he would be a perfect choice to be right back as well. Because as well, from watching the uh, United game, obviously McTominay had a little niggle in the game. Yeah. What is the the current fitness of the other players in the team, and what's the morale around the team, expectations and pressures uh, from back home in Scotland? Well, obviously we lost uh, we lost Ollie McBurney and Kenny McLean. Mm. Uh, both played a good part in the in, in the campaign to get there, and it's obviously gotten to see you know you work all that way through, and then. You get the injury to miss a tournament for your country as big as this, especially as we said before, we've not been in tournament for so many years. To miss it through that is, is gotten for them. But as I said, we've got some good players. The boy Kevin Nisbet's came in, striker. Yeah. Really like him. Hibs linked with Birmingham last last window, two million. He's got a bit of everything. So he's come into the squad to replace them. Obviously, Billy Gilmore's came in. As I said, it's it's difficult because you need to get the players together. Assess them all after a long seasons. You know they've all played long seasons. They're all travelling and, and assess everybody's situation. You know you, you know yourself. You you play games through pain, taking painkillers. You don't know the fan doesn't know from the outside if they've got knocks or, or they're playing through injuries. No one's a hundred percent. So yeah. I just hope there's no excuses. You know whenever this player, I just hope there's no excuses. I hope everybody's gets a chance to have a go and 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 play. Yeah. Who are, nobody's at hundred percent. But who are the who are the players that, besides Robertson, who are the players that need to carry the team? The veterans that need to add the consistency, carry the shape. 
I think you've got to look at your big players like McTominay, John McGinn, Chi Adams, who are playing Premier League week in, week out, playing at a top level. I think McGinn's a driving force midfield. He takes the ball fantastically, protects it, and he drives and he drives and he's got a great left foot and he runs all day. Yeah, he can have yeah. yeah, and a midfielder can score goals is, is fantastic. So yeah, I think John McGinn has a big, big part to play for Scotland. Big part. You 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 already mentioned the the young lads, but just reiterate who who do you think is is the is the is the is the prospect to break through? And, and make uh, Patterson, I like that. I never seen him play until James Tavernier got injured at Rangers and, and Patterson. Yeah. Honestly, up and down. He's 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 like an Andy Robertson. He's like a young Andy Robertson, but on the right right side, and he's comfortable on the ball. Come inside, have shots with his left foot, can score goals from right back. So he's a prospect, obviously, Billy Gilmore. Huge future. I'm glad he's in the squad. Callum McGregor, again, we've not mentioned him. He's had a quiet season with Celtic, but again, yeah. very, very good football player. Very accomplished on the ball. Yeah. Pick a pass. Can play the six, can play the eight, can play yeah. the ten also. Just an all-round very good football player. I hope he hits form as well, because he's, he's obviously had a tough time this year at Celtic. Yeah. Well, majority of Celtic players have a tough time this season. But I hope he finds form in this tournament. Any last-minute injury worries? I mean, I mean, you've got you've got significant goal contributor uh, James Forrest coming in with uh, off injury. Any surprise omissions looming, or surprise call-ups that you know about? Uh, no, not really. To be honest, Kevin Nisbet might have been because I, I thought they might have took Lee Griffiths just because what he's done over the years with Scotland, but again hasn't played much time with Celtic. Kevin Nisbet's playing week in week out, scoring goals, getting linked with big moves in English Premier League. So I think you've got to take your informed players. But Lee Griffiths, yeah, would have took him probably mm. because he obviously he's seen his set plays against against England. But no, I think everything that that I seen was 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 bang on. To be fair, I wouldn't have changed much. I think we've got a good mix of players, and I said we've got very good football players. I think we're trying to change this way of Scotland being that physical and uh, aggressive team. We've got, we've got players to, who can handle the ball, and I just hope we can play that way. And then also as well, obviously, there's two games at home in Glasgow and then a big, big game against, obviously, the oldest football rivalry ever uh, against England and Wembley as well. So it's a, a big opportunity for Scotland to be able to play these this major tournament at home for two games in Glasgow. Yeah, the home and, then, massive, and yeah. then I know the Scottish always get up for the England game as well. <laughs> I just hope the fans get in, Jesse. You know, yeah. we've all been, been sitting at home watching the football and... This big tournaments came up, came round, and I hope that some, maybe not all, but at least some of the fans can get in. I know they're starting to do it in England, so hopefully mm -hmm. in Scotland by that time we get the fans in. And you know what it's like, home advantage. Yeah. Hopefully they can get off to a good start. And then, as you said, the old enemy, Scotland, England. Obviously, a Scotsman living in England for so many years, he did take a bit of stick and a bit of banter. But it's it's great games to be to watch and be involved in, especially when I was younger playing in like under 15s, 16s, all the way up to 21s. It's good games to be involved in. For sure. For sure. The world misses the Scotland fans, definitely. Of course they do. You love the on Tony. You love the kilts, eh? <laughs> My thing, but yeah. We... <laughs> no, but the face paint and the, and the noise and the culture. But the listeners have to listen to the, the previous podcast to get that joke as well. <laughs> you guys got a beautiful flag. I mean, come on. It's a beautiful flag. <laughs> no, it's a good country. It's a good. It's a, it's a. It's a great place to grow up. 
asked, I said my family and that are still up there. And as I said, I'm only two hours up the road, uh, down the road in Newcastle just now. But great, everything's everything is, is geared up to being a footballer as a young boy growing up in Scotland. You know, we're very, very proud. We're, we're a working class nation. We, every young boy wants to be that that next Scotland superstar and, and score a goal for Scotland. And it's it's a great footballing country. So hopefully, yes, we've not got the big nation, five million people, uh, but we're equipped in football academies, which has got to be up there with one of the best in Europe, to be honest. Let's not forget the, the fact that, yeah, the English think they invented football, but it was invented by Scots in England. Ah, there's that to be, isn't it? <laughs> that to be. But I don't know. I don't know. But we'll take golf. I'll take golf. We'll take golf. <laughs> the, the first, the first best players were all Scottish. I mean, the, the, the first professional players were Scottish. The English started playing yeah. the Scots. I mean, the, the first salaried players in the game were Scottish. So really, I didn't know that. Very England fans. Done your research. <laughs> Fantastic predictions for the group. Finally. It'd be great to get out of the group. It would be great. It's going to be tough. I'm not going to lie to you. It's going to be tough. But I just hope that they go and show themselves and show their qualities. As I said, we've got very good players who can play football. As I said, we've got eight Premier League players and probably the majority of them, the rest are in the Scottish Premier League. I just hope they go and have a go. Have no regrets, you know, and just come away from it and go, do you know what? We made Scotland proud and hopefully we can get back to the next tournament straight after that. And beat England. I think that's going to be tough. I think it's going to be tough. I think England are very good players, quick players. Yeah. There's always Croatia. So, uh, they've, only got, they've only got Luka Modric. Who's going to score the goals? Uh, I'm going to go Adams. I'm going to go Adams. I just think he's he's all round games. Yeah, I think he's all round games. Fantastic. I just hope James Forrest as well. Again, has a tough season with injury. Fantastic player. Fantastic player. Can quick, direct, can go both ways, can score goals. Are you liking the Celtic players? Yeah, I know, but I'm Scottish. I've got my Scottish hat on. Scotland hat on, Tony. But the blood's always blue, eh? Yeah, it's always blue. <laughs> no, but be honest, he's he's a good player. He's been he's been had a bad year of injuries, but again, on his day, can destroy anybody. But I'm going to go Adams. I think Adams will be a standout player. Fantastic, fantastic, Peter. Thanks a lot, and and uh, folks, you can definitely check out Peter's uh, full profile in Football in the Trenches uh, earlier done on the channel. Episode number one of Football in the Trenches. You've always had the. You're always doing the first episode. Yeah. <laughs> we've got. We've had. A, we've had a quite a bit since then. I'm a but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> nice. Perfect. Thanks a lot, and the good luck to you. Uh, congratulations on your achievement with Orenborg, second in the league. Thank you. Looking forward to looking forward to your next season, Peter. Wherever yeah. that might be, hint, hint. Whatever that might be, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Thank fantastic to have you on, Peter. Really good to see your success in uh, Russia recently. And, you know, thanks as well for coming on as an expert of the Scottish national team. Thanks, Jesse. Thanks, Donate. Thank you very much. Enchanté.